Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Today, we continue our comic book movie journey through film with Jonah Hex. It was released on June 18th, 2010, my brother's seventh birthday, actually. Uh, it was written by Mark Nebeldine and Brian Taylor with a story by William Farmer and was directed by Jimmy Hayward. I am Colton Robertson. I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. This is an interesting one we got on hey. the docket today, you know? Hey, uh, hey. One that's a complete, complete blind spot. I knew fucking nothing about this movie besides the fact that it had Josh Brolin and Megan Fox in it. Um, yeah. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting, you know, I'm, I'm fine, you know? I had a hey. good time. It's always the ones you come in with the lowest of expect. You know, there's there is zero expect. If anything, the expectations were bad. Uh, yeah, for bottom of the barrel is what I was yeah. anticipating. Yeah, for sure. and uh, I guess I I did know that on IMDb it had a a solid four something stars. So I was like, okay, yeah, this is uh, we're we're definitely in for something. Um, and I mean, it's short and sweet. It's very it's a very easy watch to get through. Um. And, and yeah, I don't know. I, I had a lot more fun than I think I would have ever thought I would have had, I guess, mm. uh, before, before taking this on. But yeah, like, it was, it's definitely very unique, very stylized, very, um, I had no idea it was a Western or like the, I had no idea who or even what Jonah Hex was about at all. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I had like, a vague idea of Jonah Hex. I, I, I've, I've watched uh, the show Legends of Tomorrow uh, on mm-hmm. CW, one of those CW DC shows, okay. and they they rolled through a lot of the deep cut, weirder, strange tales DC characters, right? And he's in a couple of those episodes. I can't even remember how many. So there was like this vague familiarity where I was like, I know he's like a cowboy bounty hunter sort of thing. Hmm. And I was like, for some reason, I remember like a a cult sort of thing. Like he yeah, can, like yeah. there's some sort of mysticism with it, and that came around. Um, I'm yeah, not sure. This is one of those one of those ones where an adaptation rating might not be fair because I'm I'm That's completely and utterly say. unfamiliar with uh, Usu- Jonah Hex. Usually, even if I haven't read any comics at all, like I've I've like scoured around just to like see what the comic. Like, my favorite heroes have looked like in comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, even if I know nothing and I, I know I haven't read any series to know if their character is truly adapted well, I at least so have, like, something in my mind of, mm-hmm. like, their comic presence. This I had, like, I mean, it is absolutely zero. Um, I had no idea it, he was a gunslinger, no idea he was a bounty hunter, mm-hmm. no idea the mystical 
um, side Yo, of it at all. And they don't – it's hilarious the way they introduce that. Whenever he walks over to the dead guy and he just comes back to life and it's just so fucking casual, you're like, oh, okay. He can do he that. You can, yeah. can just do that. And, it, and then like – the the cure like to stop the pain is just dirt and then the explanation is the dead likes dirt and the dirt likes the dead it's as simple as that like i love how they're just like we're moving on like there's there's no like (laughs) they i don't know like that i actually enjoy about this movie is that like it's it's an hour and 20 but with credits it's an hour and 12 minutes like it is short as fuck um wow Holy shit. Yeah, it's almost half as long as like like Iron Man 2 or we're coming off of. Like yeah. it's it's almost half. Well, of, and that made it that a good movie. fucking time, man. Like yeah. if, if this movie knew it could not be longer than that. You know what I'm saying? Like it it was it was self-aware yeah. enough to cuz I mean one of the things that melts my fucking brain is how you get a cast like this on a movie like this, bro. Every scene after... So there was like a scene where Jonah Hex goes and talks to Will Arnett. I love Will Arnett. Probably the whitest thing about me is that I love Will Arnett. Um, I, can, I, I love Arrested Development. I love Murderville. I love a bunch of stuff he's been a part of. So big fan of Will Arnett. Also, he won't... Actually, this won't be the last time he pops up in one of our comic book movies. Because he's the voice of Lego Batman in the Lego huh. Batman movie. Okay. Um, oh, Bojack. Bojack Horseman. Yes. Oh, fuck who it is. Thank yes. you. I'm like, what do I know this guy from? I'm yes. like, I Bojack know him Horseman. from something big. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah he's a, he's a uh, hilarious actor. So Will Arnett, and this is like 2010. So it's post arrested development pre a lot of stuff he's become mm. even bigger for, but arrested development was a pretty big deal at the time. Um, and then in the next scene, you got him visiting the grave of Turnbull's son, who was played by John Malkovich, by the way. What the fuck? Um, but his son is played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, Like his son is, is played by him himself. No, uh, Turnbull, Quentin Turnbull is John Malkovich. His son is played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I think you just said John Malkovich again. Um, or maybe repeat. I, maybe I just, okay. I didn't realize, uh, the son. I, I didn't realize that it was anyone that I would recognize. Yeah, like, th- but, but like this, everyone was like somewhat recognizable though, mm-hmm. which was like crazy. Like even you go from that scene um, with Jeffrey Dean Morgan to a scene with Lance Reddick. Is that, is that gunslinger? That's no? uh, that's the, 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 the guy who hooked Who's him up with the, the black guy, the only black guy in the movie. Yeah. Um, oh my God, dude. I, yeah. I love those kind of characters. Like in movies like this, like kind of, kind of, uh, um, I don't know the 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 one I don't know why, but like the coolest kind of weird off character that is like supplies a hero with their shit that I love the most is Daredevil's like costume oh, yeah, maker yeah. and like uh, in the Netflix series. It's mm-hmm. like he's a little he's kind of a weird guy, but like mm-hmm. his his little garage and like I don't know like just he's so good at what he does. Like I don't know why I hold it as like a a standard for like this kind kind of character. But like he's kind of like this that guy mixed with Whistler as well, just kind of like he's Whistler. got the shit. There's like, also, I mean, like Lance Reddick literally plays this sort of role in John Wick. Um, he's the concierge at the Continental who uh, has has everybody okay. like 
you know, check your weapons at the door, basically. There's no That's killing cool. allowed inside here. Um, cool. yeah, RIP to a real one. Dude died earlier this year, but he was fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Loved yeah. Lance Reddick. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I was just, like, he popped up. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, not to mention, you know, Josh Brolin, the main role, John Malkovich, main villain, Megan Fox, Michael Fassbender, like, what the fuck were they cooking with this script that made everyone go, yeah, I want to be a part of that, you know? The budget. Maybe that's what it was. Uh, they just paid the actors a shit ton of money to do it. $47 million, Um. Wow. In, like, comparison, yeah, The Watchmen, that was $120 million. That's just, like, right under here. Yeah, $47 million, I mean... Not a lot of it went to the visual. Well, yeah, I don't. I no, mean, a lot some of it of... could not have gone to the visuals. I mean, Michael no. Shannon was in this movie at one point, who went on to play uh, Zod in Man of Steel, and uh, yes, yeah, like who was a, ri- a ridiculous Doc? cast. Wait, who's that? Well, I looked at the IMDb here. And saw him. I do not recall I that man showing up. Him in the movie. Yeah, was he one of the? Doc Cross Williams? Oh, was he at maybe the beginning of the all the people who died? Maybe uh, in the town. I don't know. Was he? Yeah. Maybe he was one of those guys that that just died. Doc Cross Williams. What is that character? But yeah, even Wes Bentley. He uh, he played like the the guy who supplied all the money. I guess to yeah yeah yeah. To, he was like an Interstellar. He's like one of the. The uh, science, like he's one of the astronauts. Uh, he's the guy who gets uh, kept, like he's on the ocean planet. He gets wiped away right yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 but that's all I know him him from. I mean, but Julia yeah, I, Jones, who we would have seen most recently in Westworld and in The Mandalorian. Hmm. Um, she was uh, she was the chick who Mando like falls in love with in season one, and she yeah. almost takes off the helmet. And, yeah. yeah, like just a just a wildly deep cast. And I know that like Julia Jones isn't like this giant fucking name or anything, yeah. but it's someone we fucking seen before, and we're like fifteen people down the call sheet. You know yeah, what I'm dude. saying? Like it's I mean, not like she's had, like fixed. Yeah, we. I mean, we in this movie we had Magneto fighting Thanos. Um, you right. know, before before they knew it. Well, I guess I guess Michael Fat. No, he wasn't Magneto. Wait, he wasn't. A, he he was, was next year. He will be yeah. Magneto. Wow. So um, he wasn't Magneto yet. No. So this. No. Yeah. Pre Thanos. Pre Magneto. They. This is this is their start. Marvel mm-hmm. looked at this movie and was like, "This is our Magneto," or maybe not Marvel. I guess uh, Fox or whoever's making these movies. Whatever. Yeah. And it's, yeah. You know. But same, same what a character for Michael Fassbender to play! Like this, this crazy, he had one of the more interesting presences um, in this oh, movie. Dude. He was oh, almost in this good. movie as much, if not more, than John Malkovich. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they were both like both the villains. You could just tell Turnbull was the the big dog on top, but like mm-hmm. Fassbender or Burke, I guess is his character name. I just I, I just saw him as kind of Michael Fassbender the whole time, um, right? And like, or kind of. A crazed, like, alternate universe Magneto. It was, like, the only thing in the back of my brain. But, like, um, he was just the muscle, you know, he was the, the guy who, 
liked to do the dirty he's work. Unhinged. Yeah, yeah, he's the, he's the loose cannon who, you know, he reminded me of like uh, Joe Pesci and Goodfellas, you know, like that sort of uh, not literally to the same level of quality, but the same type of character. Um, yeah, this is this is what Joe Pesci would be in during this time, you know, this if, is, if, uh, if back in the Western <laughs> times. This is what this he is would fucking be Tommy doing. DeVito and uh, is that his name in the casino? I can't remember. Um, is that Joe Pesci's character? You just yeah. put Joe Pesci's character? That sounds Tommy sounds right. Tommy um, DeVito is not it. It's Nicky Santoro. What the fuck did he? Who the fuck Tommy. is Tommy DeVito? What is that? Is that a Tommy. quarterback in the NFL? Tommy DeVito is a football quarterback, but it also came. I saw good, good. Oh, that's his oh, character in Moni. Uh, not yeah. De- Thomas DeVito, villain wiki in wait what in Goodfellas? What? Thomas. Yeah, I'm like, is that the character he played in Goodfellas, Tommy DeVito? Like, am I am I tripping? No, oh, yeah, Tommy DeVito is the secondary antagonist in the crime drama Goodfellas. Um, okay, yeah, but... no, Nicky Santoro, Tommy DeVito, same sort of vibe. It's hilarious that there's an NFL quarterback named after the Goodfellas um, villain because wow. that dude's like 25, and that movie came out 33 years ago. So he's definitely named. He's yeah. named after Tommy they had DeVito. To have thought that um, you know, like. I guess yeah, they didn't choose their last name, but like if you're if you're choosing Tommy, you can, I mean, I mean, like you got two choices if your last name is Devito, Danny or Tommy. Exactly, um, that, that's you got pretty it. much it. And but yeah, no, I I almost gave Michael Fassbender the performance just because how too. how kind of unique and and awesome it was. But I did. I think I will give him the shot of the movie. It was surprisingly like one thing that was shot kind of well. And it was whenever he was like sneaking out of the dark and like yeah. sneak attacking uh Jonah and like he just it was his into, eye like, the light in the shadows oh, and like it's just his eye and then yeah. like he just jumps down like you see his face and like he gets like this crazy smile on yeah. him. And I was like, no, that's oh, my wait. shot too. Was, like it's oh, just really? so obviously oh, the most well yeah. thought like, shot in the movie. Out of nowhere, I'm just like, wait a minute, what was that? I'm like, that was good. I'm like you guys should have been cooking with that the whole time, you know. Like, I want to see some horror movie with just Fassbender as the right. like slasher coming to get you the whole right. time, uh, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I man, I had no idea you went with that actually. But yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing is that it's so obviously the best shot in the movie because it's like, don't get me wrong, like, I actually don't mind the way this movie looks. It's it's not bored, like. The worst thing a movie can do is look boring, mm-hmm. be bland. Mm. This movie is not bland, you know, like it's it oh, might no. not look good, but it doesn't look yeah. like nothing. So yeah. that's that's something that I can give it a little respect for. It has that classic sewer green sort of filter over a lot of it as well, where like the the blacks are actually green and like a deep deep hue of it. It's it's bizarre, mm-hmm. but I appreciated that it went for something, you know. Um it was like I said, not good, but it was uh, it was something, yeah. you know. It was it was nice to see. It kind of and even at some points it was uh even maybe not the looks necessarily, sometimes, but like more of like the editing uh was kind of very reminiscent of a comic panel. Like I mean it was hmm. um like I'm thinking to I don't know a, a trippy ass scene, uh, but the whenever he's like dead on the field, and then the natives find him, and then have that like kind of healing ritual with him. Bro, that was the um, part I told you don't be eating at this point in the movie. Um, 
That was it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh that, that makes perfect sense. Because, I mean, like, the way his, uh, like, wounds, yeah. like, mold oh, over, and it's like, what I the think, I think that's, like, some healing stuff they put oh, on. Is. I don't know. I was trying to figure well, that out. If it was on like, him, yeah, and then and it, then, like, morphs on yeah. his chest. And I, I get that it's healing because he's got the... Mm. He's got... Uh, shrapnel all over his fucking shit. Yeah, but, uh, a shoddy, a yeah. shotgun. But yeah, you know, and I, the, and then the the freaking like pro coming out of him, you know, like uh, yeah, it, the dudes were blazing up, and then they blew the smoke in his in his face, and then like once that happened, he was like, oh, and it, he got like kind of this. Uh, he he got calm actually at first. Mm-hmm. He was like, ah, oh, my family. I'm back with my family again. Look, right. I'm in my hut, and then. And then when the pain starts happening, whenever like he's actually in pain again, it's right whenever like Fassbender walks in and Turnbull walks in. So it's like he associates like pleasure and like this this like calmness with his family and then like right when he's in pain again, it's back to back to them and, and then like the fire it's like blinking back and forth between the fire and then like it, like himself. I don't I thought it was like it's a crazy it, like it's crazy like an insane sequence to watch, but I thought like for the movie, it actually was a pretty cool moment in like a, like a, I don't know, it just, it, it, uh, a sick, very crazed, ritualistic deep dive into like his psyche, uh, sort of thing. But I, I, I dug it. It was either that for my scene, or whenever he is like double slinging the freaking dynamite crossbow. Oh, yeah. And just, yeah. I mean, taking out this compound or like their hideout i guess I don't, yeah I don't, like where they're just storing all yeah the like the fucking it was hilarious when we got to like the boat you know like the the images of the boat they were like all red and like uh it, it looked like some sort of diagram but then you got to the actual boat and it was like actually a giant red boat and that was kind of hilarious to me uh-huh. i thought it was just like for dramatic effect of the blueprint but no that is what the boat looked like mm-hmm. and uh that's that was kind of hysterical um, yeah yeah this i mean what a premise for a movie you know what a super weapon we're back in like 1876 whatever you know they said america's about to turn 100 so we're in the we're in the late 1800s and and the super weapon at the time is a a revolving cannon that also has the magical balls from dragon ball z um that somehow detonate the cannonballs that you fire i don't like what were these golden ball like I guess it's just kind of the mystical it's it's DC but like no yeah it's it seemed uh, to be very grounded in like western like old american culture like there is some that's crazy what made it very like, fucking funny is that like no this has no this has no bearing in that era like it's just it's it's just what the fuck it's it's it, like and they're not even normal cannonballs either they're like cannonballs that get de- detonated by this gold like that's the detonator but right. it can also um, just explode in its own right you know well yeah um, i guess at the end it's there probably were other cannonballs around there so it just exploded all the other cannonballs but i guess i just thought that the one at the end went off on its own well yeah i don't know i don't really know how the fuck it works but because they shoot the cannonballs first and let them just land. It's like, that's not even the yeah, damage. Yeah. I thought it was like a first barrage of like cannonball damage. Like, cause, but then they just landed in the road, you know, in that one town. And I'm like, 
wait, what the fuck was that? Like, are you going to yeah. re-aim and then hit the buildings now? And then they fire that orange ball, and I'm like, oh, that's what it does? I I thought, like, that that the orange balls were just, like, let's save them for a really, really, like, a, like when we want to wreck some shit, you know? We got to save right. and save this orange ball. But, oh, I don't know. I love the mechanism in which it's, like... It's so it's unnecessary. A, it's like a cannon minigun, and that's fucking yeah. pimp, you know? Like, that is what they were going for, is that it could be like... And, I mean, uh, if this thing were to exist, like, damn. This would be a like powerful that, weapon even now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's what's... Uh, I mean, it's... it's. I mean, the technology's just not really there. I don't know where we're going to find some, some gold, blowy, or glowing orbs uh and like just 12 <laughs> of them you know like there was just a box of 12 of them i think that was it like i think it was like four and by he three. was just th- fucking letting them go man hilarious yeah. he was like that he wasted one on will arnett and his homeboy um just sitting yeah, on that submarine. fucking boat was like yeah. fire i think it was a submarine though i think like that i mean they like that was the well i don't know do they have they, do they have submarines at this point wait a minute now that i'm thinking yeah like it's 1870s in the 1880s so like, were they just on a little ass boat and he I really they were oh my god i didn't even think about that i'm like oh obviously he's not going to waste all of this on a little boat right like this is a submarine yeah like when were submarines invented the fir- the french built the first submarine in 1863 what the fuck? Sixteen twenty? I there's no way it has to be a very crude submarine, but like like a military su you know, like a freaking Apparently there was a one man submarine in seventeen seventy six. Wow. Yeah, I guess it could have been a submarine. Oh a one man in se- so a hundred years later do you think they have like battle? submarines yeah that's why i'm like i don't know um yeah i guess now looking back on it it kind of did just look like a little boat it looked like a little boat to me it didn't even occur to me that it might be a submarine so like that's why i'm like i don't i think it was just kind of like a show of their power almost like he was just trying to be like he was trying to show everybody on his boat exactly what they were about to do maybe so he just went ahead and Mm -hmm. let loose and it i mean it incinerated my boy will arnett yeah Um, yeah, that's a rough way to go. Uh, cannonball just lands right there. Like you'd expect—I don't know—I'd expect—I I expected the cannonballs to do damage as well, like them to actually use them as cannonballs. Uh, but they never did. They just stri- like shot them perfectly to land where they needed to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's geometry, it feels- as Napoleon says. He knows uh, exactly where yeah. he knows exactly where it needs to land. Um, yeah, it was was interesting coming fresh off Napoleon. And watching right, this, right. <laughs> um, you know, going from just regular cannons to a revolving cannon, um, a six a Gatlin gun cannon at the front of a boat. But yeah, like that's that's the thing. Like, what a crit! I can never say that in like any other movie. Like, it's everything about this movie is unique. Like, he comes whipping out with dual gatlin guns on a horse dude that's my favorite scene it's just so fucking that's the first time i text you and i sent you the meme that was uh the iron man 2 versus jonah hex <laughs> maybe like, it's like maybe here you know and yeah and i will say there are some aspects of it that probably do better than iron man 2 but uh, just, overall just in terms of the i mean 
the camp, I think it I has the camp a, it. Like, a the thing the thing that we talked about with Iron Man two yesterday is that it or yesterday last week was that it was so it was so cautious it felt like it was like trying to appeal to a grander there is hilariously nobody on earth this movie is trying to appeal to and that makes it kind of appealing you know what I'm saying like uh it's not trying to be like everybody like my movie no they made a they made a fucking stupid as shit funny weird movie and i dug it man uh it's not like don't get me wrong it's not gonna do incredible on our ratings by any measure yeah, um, not, um yeah i think that's but, but i, mean, that's I did the have thing. a good fucking time it's, like i i expected just garbage can but i don't think it's like it's not it's not terrible like it is no, it's like not let's like, let's talk where it lands on your letterboxd uh your your ranking of every movie we've done so far because this is the yeah. 40th so uh what what fourth is it landing in for you let's see okay blade i can't put it above blade so that's already down there constantine probably still it's that's made better i'd say I'm having more fun. Uh, okay, it's definitely in the bottom. It's in the 30s, um, for sure, I think. Yeah, it is me. for me as well. Um, I'd say... Blade Trinity? I'd, I'd honestly probably rather watch this than Blade Trinity, though. Like, in Electra. I mean, I don't want to watch... I, I may watch this again. Like, this is, this is kind of I'm like... I'm telling a, you... This is my new 4th of July movie. I'm going to watch this on the 4th of July every year. I was wondering what kind of holiday would be perfect for this movie, and that might be it. Because that's what the that's what the celebration is, is the 4th of July yeah. at the end of the movie, it's, you know? It's so like, America's I'm, 100th birthday. You're right. Yeah. It's the 100th anniversary. Oh, my God. Um, and, okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to place it probably around... Uh, above Hulk 2003. I think above Electra, but below Hulk 2003, which for me is 31. That's um, actually exactly where I have it above Electra, below Hulk 2003, um, at 30. So. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. Uh, so we feel very similar, um, I guess, yeah. uh, about the movie. Um, yeah, Electra was also like the closest, I think. Like as far yeah, as like it's, it's probably better it was made. Surprising. It, it was one that I liked more than I thought I would. It had a little bit of that mysticism going on in it, you know. It's uh yeah. and it's it's another movie that I will probably revisit, you know? Like uh when when we get down to like my bottom 5 is when we're into the territory where I'm like I'm I'll probably never watch these movies again. It's not um, that. No, it's not it's not a Catwoman, you know. Um it's not a a supergirl um this was this was it was very fun very unique I, I i definitely will be watching it again that's for sure i just don't know when i, I think maybe fourth of july is the next time i don't know right. but it's an hour and 10 minutes you know that's like, it's an easy viewing that's the other thing is that it yeah. was so fucking quick i had a good time man uh and it, frankly it i like the character of jonah hexel this is a character that i think has a lot of potential in the new DC canon. I think James Gunn could do a fucking number oh, on Jonah whoa. Hex, bro. Like whoa. the yeah, the heart he of this character. 
like What's in that? a modern day world though or would you do you think he would go back to like uh the western time? I think it could be I think it could be like a DC Elseworlds thing or a or maybe it like old west like I could see them doing that too you know disconnected from everything in the modern canon except like you know maybe there's stuff in the DC universe that's existed for hundreds of years, you know. Maybe, may, maybe it's some shit that was like, uh, you know, Themyscira somehow fucking did something and John Hex has to, you know, like weird shit. Wow. Uh, but that's the thing is that this this character kind of gives you the freedom to do some weird fucking stuff. Um, yeah, I'm looking oh, yeah. through the uh, Jonah Hex fandom wiki, and uh. The characterization of Jonah seems pretty on on point. Yeah, I I googled just to see how faithful it was, and even the one of the writers of the comics was like, "Yeah, I I love the movie. I thought it was it was pretty cool." So I guess if a writer of one of the comics is is saying that, it definitely took its uh, its liberties with the story that occurs, but it has it has the bones that uh, that this this kind of sets up. And, uh, you know, it, it, in terms of the characterization of Jonah, you know, my favorite line of the movie comes from him talking to Jeb after he raises mm-hmm. him from the dead, essentially. And he's like, uh, your father was going to blow up a hospital. He was going to kill all those people just to make a point. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stand by and let that happen. I'm surprised you could. Um, and that's like that's a, a really impressive moral decision from a Confederate soldier. Um, yeah. Yeah, a Confederate soldier that hates slavery, that it just, he, the main reason he's in there is because he doesn't like to be told what to do or like doesn't mm-hmm. like the government. So like, but he thinks both sides are hypocrites. I'm like, yeah, what a, like, what a character this guy yeah. is, you know? Like, no, it's fascinating. And then like, but in the comic books, this is what's interesting too, is that, uh, there came a battle where there were, they were going to have to face abolitionists, like straight up. That was the sect of, the sect of the army they were facing. And he was not, comfortable fighting people who wanted to abolish slavery so he surrendered himself his men like his men escaped but he was written he was take perceived as a traitor um i see wow oh so that's his traitor moment right there in the comics Um, he also uh he also does eventually um if i'm uh, i see stuff that's saying he that quentin turnbull eventually does try to uh avenge the death of his son um yeah i don't know i don't know but uh Hmm. okay yeah i guess i just don't i don't know how like how are we going to go about the adaptation rating in this one that's the only like i'm actually just kind of like i i have I have no idea. That's the only one where I have really no... Kind of our ba- what we've done as a base level, if we're that, if we're mostly unfamiliar, and I did, I did some quick reading here, you know, it's not, it's not becoming fully, you know, an authority on the character or anything, but, uh, our baseline typically when we don't know if it's particularly good or particularly bad, we give it the benefit of a doubt, and we typically mm-hmm. throw that at like a seven. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's- uh, the Watchmen, Ghost Rider, V for Vendetta, Hulk, Howard the Duck, Superman 2, Batman 66. Yeah. Um, that feels fine to me. So, okay. Um, that was the only one where I was kind of like, I just, I have no idea uh, where we're at there, but okay. Glad that we could just, that seems right. It, seem, it seems, it seems they did all right. Throw a number at it. That, that yeah. might be, 
might be the nicest one we we give it but uh yeah um but i mean it i thought like if they did you know if they did well uh off the character like this these would be some sick ass comics to read Um, no i was uh i was like yo i'm i want to read some jonah hex now um he got my character uh that's for sure And, and i gave him the performance too i loved his his lines you know like his one-liners that he'd have of uh you know what why does your face look like that you know he had a couple different answers i've run out of i've run out of then eventually he just throwing axed a guy to death and after the dude's dead you know tells him that he doesn't have any wise answers left that was nice whenever he brought jed back to life uh you know uh, he's like you drew on me you know and it's like that was a mistake you know and he's like obviously uh yeah you're I'm talking to you as you're dead right now, dude. Like, obviously, like, that was duh. quite a mistake for you. Um, but I, I have two choices for my line from him. It's either it's it's either him killing Turnbull or him killing um, Burke, uh, Fastbender's character. Um, when he kills Turnbull, he says, "You know, watch this." But it's 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 in response to. Turnbill saying, I want you to watch, uh, you know, kind of like you have like him replaying through everything. This is like his, his, his last little thing. It's more of like the moment there. But I think the one I actually will go with is when he's killing Burke, he's, he kills him first, you know, sliding him into that like propeller or whatever yeah, he says, yeah. this is for my wife. What a weird propeller looking thing. I don't, I mean, like I, it was kind of, I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny the way they did it, but they had like round, him. like really rounded. Yeah. 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 Bizarre. Um, and then he brought him back to life and said, and this This is for for my son. (laughs) Boom. And I was like, okay, that was hard as shit. I'm like, I originally went with that for my scene. Um, okay. uh, But I did end up changing it to the dual Gatling guns on the horse because that's just fucking pimp. Uh, that that was awesome. Coming into town with three people starting off and then they're like, well, I don't know what you're thinking, Jonah Hex, but there's four of those brothers. Yeah, no, he, he says there's four of those brothers and we only see three bodies. He tosses the head, you know, to the guy and he's like, oh, oh my God. Okay, whatever. Uh, and he's like, I'll be, I'll be taking my money now, you know, whatever. And they're like, uh, well, obviously we you're worth money. way more. Yeah. And he's like, all right. Yeah. He like, looks over. He's like five caskets. Don't you think you're going to need eight? Oh, I was like, yeah. oh, yep. bars. Yeah. And then unveils yeah. the just freaking. And I, I love whenever he goes back to, to Gunsmith. Oh, what's what's his character name in I here? The Gunsmith. Um, but whenever he goes back to him, he's like, these worked pretty well. Uh, whenever they're like, he, he's, he's, you see like their whole armory uh, that he has for him. And he's like, yeah, the, these things worked really well. Um which I thought was was pretty sick. That, that armory, that shot was actually pretty cool. Whenever it just it was. showed everything, man, where is he on the cast? Yeah, he's way down there. Ah, uh, Smith. His name's Smith. There's so Smith. Look at that. The guns. Okay, that makes sense. Man, actually, the the gentleman who played uh oh uh, Paz Vizsla in the Mandalorian apparently was a gunner at some point in this movie. Uh, Tate Fletcher. Okay. Um, Wow. Uh, the deeper you got down the cast list, the more I recognized a few people, which is crazy. The hell? Why is Lance Reddick second to last? Like make any fucking sense. That seems a little... The only black guy in a movie that came out and or that's taking place in 1886 or 1887, whatever. Yeah, a little, a little strange. 
Jeffrey Dean Morgan is uncredited in this movie. Like, why the fuck is he uncredited? It's like definitely him. Jeffrey D. Morgan. Jeff. He was uh, the comedian. He was Jeb Turnbull. Um, he was the son. Oh. He brought back to life. He's just not credited, just not credited at all. in this movie. Maybe he was must supposed have been to be like, please don't. He was on set for a day, you know, and they're like, hey, right. you want to play this dead guy? Yeah, but. but I mean, probably, yeah, wow. That's weird. It's hilarious that, like, DC, in 2008, 2009, and then 2010, went The Dark Knight, Watchmen, Jonah Hex. Uh, Incredible, incredible streak they went on, Warner Brothers, at that point. Um, Wow. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they, it peaked. They released something that was pretty cool. And then they released this. Yeah, they were like, uh, they were like, <laughs> the, here, the yeah. downward tread in quality is kind of undeniable. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's a crazy timeline there. Um, and yeah, what do what do they go to next? Green Lantern. <laughs> oh God. Oh. I'd be, as far as I recall, that might be worse than this I've movie. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. I've only know it's. Be- I only know it because of how much ryan reynolds makes fun of it in deadpool um that's the only reason i know i think actually i've i have some i saw it a long time ago it won't be a first viewing but it might as well be you know yeah Um, but but dc wow what a what a run that they're you have a couple bangers before that being the last one of the year for us though thor and x-men first class we're about to i didn't realize thor and x-men first class were our next two i'm very happy about that yeah oh hey that's i'm that's a good good two coming up. Oh yeah, and then yeah, I mean it, they're getting good now. That's the thing. Once the MCU kind of starts, every Marvel movie's kind of a pretty hit consistent. You know, uh, yeah, we have yeah. those we have those miss. You know, we'll come after First Avenger with Ghost Rider two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you know we'll hit. Uh, mm, that's yeah, pretty I mean, solid. Really from there. A bad one until quite a while. Like Man of Steel's great. Yeah, until the know. Fantastic Four. And Suicide Squad stuff, you know. Uh, yeah, that's a while. Yeah. X-Men um, Apocalypse might be a bit far up the... Is that I don't know, right? that was 2016. I thought it was 2018 for some reason. Maybe that's Dark Phoenix. Hmm. Dark Phoenix is 2019. Yeah, I don't know why I thought Apocalypse was 2018. That's weird. Um, But, uh, yeah, no, I uh, I had a good time with this movie, man. I don't... You know, it's it's not great, but uh it's also not worth all the time in the world to discuss here. Um true, it's it's quick. It's it knows what it is. It's not trying to be anything else and Yeah. And honestly, I give them props for that. You know, they're not I trying too. to no, like again, for a movie that I was expecting to be bottom 5 for sure, for me to come away going, I don't believe this will be the last time I watch this movie. Yeah. I'm happy with that. You know, like I'm very happy with that. It's, it's stupid. It's fun. It's funny. That's all. And frankly, when you're looking at a movie like this, that might be all I want. You know what I'm saying? This steampunk fantasy weird shit. I love it. I love it. It's, it's goofy as hell. The fact that like the closest things I can compare it to are like blade and Constantine and Electra and ghost Rider. Like that's a fun fucking category in these movies, you know, like, uh, that's, that's a great time. So yeah, I'm happy with it. Those, I mean, blade, I don't know if it's as well done as blade, 
Blade no, kind of has, not. yeah, like, I mean, like, enjoyment, just enjoyment-wise. Like, oh, if I'm having okay. as much fun. Um, <clears throat> but, like, Constantine and, and Electra are kind of closer. Um, closer. I'd say Electra is definitely the closest. For me, yeah. I like Constantine a lot, so, like, uh... It is Keanu it's, it's as hard well. For me to, yeah, it's hard for me to say that I like it quite as much as that, but it'll only be a few spots down from it, like... Are we ready for a rating? Are we there? Is it is it time? I think um, so. I think yeah, we've we've hit all of our favorites, I believe. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if there is much else to It's not really worth speaking that much on. Uh I don't think that it we've believes itself to be that I don't think so. Um it is just very a very I mean the final story. fight with John Malkovich. John Malkovich did pretty good in this movie, you know. I like John Malkovich in it. Um he doesn't do a lot, but he, you know, I'm sure he cashed a check, which is lovely. Um, yeah. yeah, whenever on the boat, like, it's like everyone's just, or I don't know, yeah. he's coming out and he fires his gun to shut everyone up. Yeah. All right, boys, we're about to level some city. We're about to show everybody what we can do. Yeah. And all our plan is, is to to make war. That's their goal. Yep. Like, just pure evil. It's just, we just want to. Let's just kill motherfuckers, man. We just, that's all we want to do. Um yeah, no, I, just a great, just an amazing villain that was thought to be dead, but now he's he's back, so he has to go back, you know, or has to go kill him. Somehow Jonah Hex n- or knows I'm alive or whatever. Um, and, I love stupid, simple shit yeah. like that. Like, it's, and like it's, the the mechanism that loads the gun. I love how it take like the golden ball is like five. It's at the other end of the ship and it has to go along this entire conveyor belt and then up this elevator and then the up, way he know, like stops it with the hatchet like oh that was sick yeah that yeah. that was pretty sick good little hero moment there but like yeah. I love I love the, the intercutting over-top. of the final fight with like a metaphysical final fight was also hilarious like that was a hilariously bizarre choice yeah, he's, getting kicked. he's getting kicked it's like a professor x kind of fight going yeah. on at the same time it's like his psyche is 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 fighting him out and he's yeah. losing but then like once that hatchet drops then it's like he gets the upper hand and he starts to beat the just shit out of him you know and it's going his way all, i mean like we haven't talked about megan fox she was pretty cool i liked True. lila um yeah. lila was, was a cool was character name didn't she have an actual Tallulah. name yeah, and he kept Tallulah, Tallulah, Tallulah. That was a stupid, weird fucking moment. Like, I keep coming back to stupid because it is stupid, but I, I enjoy the shit out of it. Um, they checked that gun out of your out of your boobs. You know, they, got that, they got that thing out of your whatever. And like, yeah, they got the. Did they get that? And then she didn't even get to get on to the next one. He's like, yeah, they did. And like, dang, they, they, searched, they searched you pretty thoroughly, huh? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Yeah, it's like, yeah, far. I guess. Yeah, fair, two huh? two weeks in a row of a. Oversexualized female protagonist here. Um, is, I mean, this is to the max. Here. Yeah, this is a different they, level. You know, this makes what they did with Scarlett Johansson and Iron Man two look like fucking nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, it was bad. That one simp dude that was like, oh, "I'll leave my family. I'll, I'll, I swear, I'll, I'll do anything for you. You're fucking, you're so hot. Oh my god." Um, she's like, "There's that uh, shot start- of them laying on the bed." Um. And her entire leg is like there's there's a part of the human anatomy that you do not see very much unless it's in an incredibly intimate scenario. And it's like the front of of a person's hip Mm -hmm. that like meets your pelvis. And like you could see that. And I was like, we are really towing the line here. Oh, Uh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. and I'm no I'm no prude or anything, but I'm like, damn man, y'all had to y'all had to have her like that, bro. You got Jonah Hex's entire bottom half covered up, bro. Hey, at least at least she can hold her own, and at least she was badass and not like mm-hmm. need it. She didn't need Jonah to protect herself, you know. Yeah, and uh, and you know even that one dude that came back and tried to like you know he took her gun, but then he she still like didn't she stab him? Didn't that dude die? Yeah, did she killed yeah. that guy. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. She did. Yeah, killed that guy, and then like in like them breaking out was really sick. You're like, all right, you get him. I'll, I got your cover, you know, whatever. And she's just bang, 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 killing everybody. Um, yeah, that was pimp. You know, so like that's the thing is that like it's stupid, but it's fucking cool. Like it's a yeah. cool movie and a great like a great concept that could have been executed better. But the fact that it's not almost makes it more charming and more endearing. Mm. Like there's there's an yeah. element to it that makes me want. If this was like a normal middle of the road superhero movie i would find it boring it's yeah. not you know like it it is uh-huh. it's on the worst side and that made it fun you know um yeah yeah it's it's like you had i feel like there is a a cult following somewhere like i need oh, to absolutely. find the convention that happens every fourth of july or yep. whatever people just fucking There's harvey, a- <laughs> harvey, you know wow that's kind of nuts harvey dent like uh you know he did the little drink and spill out the mouth and like mm-hmm. this looks so much worse and it's the oh. main character um, well and it's also it, this one's prosthetic though you know i guess um, that is very cgi yes that, yeah this that is, this is prosthetic movie. and um, it's hilarious there's a fun fact that uh like one of the first pieces of trivia on the imdb is that the prosthetic required him to be clean shaven on one side so for months um <laughs> For months, he had uh, only half a beard on his face. And I saw that fun fact, and I was like, now, Josh Brolin, why the fuck are you not just shaving your entire fucking face, you goddamn lunatic? Um, oh, did he not have to have the other, like, in the movie, did he? Oh, did I guess he, he did have it all the I guess he did have it on the other half of his face. I didn't think of that. Yeah, he just um, kept it. He kept the only hair he could grow, I guess. That's um, hilarious. Um, wow. Yeah, Josh Brolin initially hated the script, but later changed his mind, growing to like his tongue-in-cheek tone. I think, yeah, I don't, I, I'd say you're right. Like, there's nothing about the script that made these actors be like, yes, I, I think need what it. made it fun is that it's laid back. Nobody has to do anything that difficult. Nobody is ever acting their ass off. It is just straight to the fucking point dress up in funny costumes, do a fun fucking time and get the fuck out of there. And it's an hour and 20 minutes. It couldn't have been that demanding of a shoot. You know, like it's, uh, I can see how it was endearing to some actors, you know? Um, yeah. But this many of them is hilarious. Um, says Fassbender, uh, bases character on Edward Nigma, um, the Riddler and Alex DeLarge in a clock or is it DeLarge or yeah. The like large, uh, in a clockwork orange, and uh, I see that. I get those bit. vibes. I get those vibes. Violent, but but yeah, this I don't know. It's I don't know. Like even all that said, like I'm enjoying the hell out of it. But I don't know, like where that still places it. Like where, what, like because it is fun. But like I'm not like I'm not having like Spider Man. To you know, I'm not like no no no. Like, like enjoyment wise, like I enjoy it, but. There are still a lot of movies I would go to sooner than it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. It, yeah, I guess I did put it um, 31st. So I did put it, yeah, above. I'd above. say the absolute, absolute ceiling for it. 
and I'm not quite there is seven. Like that's as high as yeah, you can go enjoyment wise. Um, yeah. And I'm not there. I mm-hmm. I would say even six seven five or six five is more accurately where I am. I'm I'm above middle of the road, which is mm-hmm. like the way we're talking about it is more that it was surprising how much fun it was. And if I'm above yeah. middle of the road, it's because I thought it was going to be like fucking three or mm-hmm. four. You know, I didn't yeah. expect it to go north of five for me. So we only have I'm one six seven five, and we only have one six five for enjoyment. That would be Hulk two thousand three. For six seven five, or a Superman four, for the six five. Um, you know, I could go. I could go either way there. You know, I think that uh, you know putting it on the same level as Hulk two thousand three might be a little bit difficult. But uh, you know, I'm I'm I feel like I would revisit this sooner than Superman four, which is the the complicated part. Like if this would be one of those rare ones where we'd go like six point six if we could. But uh, I think enjoyment's going to be the only category that it really has any merit in whatsoever i guess in adaptation gave a seven i think like it's not i think i put on the same level as hulk and not superman 4 i think let's do it let's give it the benefit of the doubt there yeah like they they knew what the like this was the point just to create something just fun um and yeah i'm i'm down i'm down with the six seven five for that and then for genre what what western what does this say on imdb this says no western drama fantasy. fantasy um i mean it's 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 fun you know like it, it definitely deserves a little love for that but it's not good so it can't go too high uh like mm-hmm. I, I maybe again around the same level as hulk maybe around a six you know like i don't think it uh i think it does it well at what it is trying to do like i think it it does exactly what it wants to, okay. but what it wants to do just isn't particularly good. You know what I'm saying? Um, Fantastic Four, Blade, Trinity, Batman, sixty six. Yeah, maybe five seven five. <laughs> Super. That would be above Superman four again, a little bit above it, uh, and then below Fantastic Four and all those again. I think. Yeah, I like that a little. So five seven five. Yeah. Bit below. Okay, I like that. And then we said seven for enjoyment. And then now, critically, um, let's see, uh, what is this on the same level critically with? We're, uh, um, like, this is the point where we are actually probably bottom five. We're nearing uh, bottom of the barrel. Bottom five would be two, three, four, five, a three, two, five. Batman and Robin. A Batman and Robin was a three, two, five. I fear that's better than this. I think um, it is. Batman 66 is a three. Oh no, that might, is that better than this? We gave Supergirl a three as well. Supergirl's also is a three. Is this better what? than Supergirl? I would say Probably. it is more similarly on that three level than it would be. I don't think I can go below a three here. I think it ties the three. It's not a Batman and Robin, but it's, it is, it's kind of in that same vein of Supergirl and Batman 66. Oh yeah. If, yeah, you combine the campy that ridiculousness and the fantasy yeah. and all that. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it finds its it finds its home there. Uh, it's still better than Origins Wolverine and Catwoman. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do agree with that. So wow, the third to last, well, tied. Uh, the bottom five uh, is only three places of movies. It's Catwoman, X Men, 
X-Men Origins Wolverine, and then a three-way tie between Batman 66, Supergirl, and Jonah Hex. Um, wow, yeah, and then with all that said and done, let's see, what did we give it enjoyment? We gave it a 6.75. And a 5.75 genre, right? And 5.75. That would be a 5.63 Yeah, that's going to be nicer than pretty much anywhere else. It ties with Batman 66 and Superman 4 um, overall. All um, right. It is below Elektra a little bit. That is a 5.69. And then it beats out Blade 2 and X-Men The Last Stand at a 5.5. Five. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Wow. I... uh would not have expected it to do this well. Um, that's hey, for sure. yeah, we got we got a we got a new bottom ten edition. Yeah, that's true. It came out thirty second, thirty second on average, and it's thirty one on my list and thirtieth on yours, right? Yeah, or something yeah. like that. So there we go. Yeah, I think I think it worked worked out pretty well. Um, I also five. always like considering what it would be on our other scales mm, and if it's a uh, 6.75 oh, like <laughs> yeah and then it would have been a 43 if it was just mm. like on our director spotlight scales so yeah. um and again those are always the ratings that end up i feel like encapsulating the the pure essence of the movie a little more accurately we kind of yeah. give it those bumps with the genre and adaptation rating um definitely yeah the Comic book movies are always looked at on a little bit nicer than uh, the actual films, I guess, we cover um, over there on the director's spotlight. But, yeah, that, that makes it sound a little better. Uh, 43. Yeah, that, and let's, what did it get? Yeah, a 4.7 on IMDb. I wonder how the audience is feeling on Rotten Tomatoes um, on this one. I wonder if people just love it and then the critic. 12% uh, <laughs> and then 20% audience. Wow. Yeah. Hey, y'all are some haters, bro. The Don't audience sleep on Jonah Hex. Damn. Okay, fair enough. I'd say in the theater, if you see that crow flying out of his mouth, oh, I, I'd say some people left during that during that ritual scene. I don't know. I, I'd say that that was kind of crazy for some people. It wouldn't surprise me, you know. Um, but, but hey, I'm uh, there we are. Hey. Another one in the books. Uh, did not had no idea what to expect, but but we came out the other side more surprised than anything. Um, and now now finally we get on to a god next week. You know where we're on to a freaking badass. Finally, we're here. Been waiting to get to this man. I love Thor, man. I love Thor, and I really enjoy that first Thor movie. And I'm excited to revisit it. It's been a while, so you know maybe I do have a little bit more of an Iron Man two experience for me. Watch as well too. Like after Loki, that will be that will be interesting. You know, Um, my Odin theories are going to go wild. uh, I'm excited. I I won't bring that in. I don't think I I shan't. I shan't bring that in. I shall not the Thor Um, rewatches, but. Um, oh, I mean, like, if, if there's a place for it, it's the ones with Odin. So, might as well, you know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're sitting, we're sitting pretty. Um, we're sitting pretty. We got Thor next week. We only got three weeks left in the year, as far wow. as Fridays. We got Thor, X Men First Class, and Green Lantern to round out. 
the comic book movie journey through film for 2023. It's been a long time coming, starting in 1966, finishing in 2011 over the course of a year. Feels very, very wow. cool. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited getting through all that. And it's, uh, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've, I've enjoyed this project, the good, the bad and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are continuing our, uh, Game of Thrones rewatch Monday with what I believe will be season six, episode six. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm very, very excited for that. Um, and we will continue our Michael Mann director spotlight in anticipation of Ferrari next week with, um, the insider, uh, now with Al Pacino and Russell Crowe. So I'm, uh, I'm also very excited for that. But yeah. With that, we will conclude this episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. If you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including some planning for a project that is probably a few months away. Um, we're, we're doing a 52-year journey through film sequel uh, pod, sort of covering a few more years um, and all that, that planning, the movies we're deciding on is going to be over at Patreon. That project's not for four or five months to come at the earliest. Uh, but you know, we're, you know, we're out ahead of it. You know, we're out ahead of it. Um, we, we, we got the shit, we got the shit in the work. So for $3 a month, you can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. We also went and saw Napoleon, uh, a week and a half ago and we, we discussed it over there as well. Um, which was very, very fun. Um, head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast, follow on Letterboxd at Penny Bloom Pod. Uh, if you would, leave a five star rate and review wherever you might be listening and to continue downloading. That's, uh, it's a huge help. That is the main thing that I am concerned with when it comes to, uh, our, our analytics. I, li- I like seeing the downloads roll in, um, means a lot. And, uh, it, we're going to do it no matter how many people are listening, but to know that people are, it, it makes, it makes this all, even more worthwhile, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And single shot pistol, asshole. And I'm not much for being owned. <laughs>